elected to govern us. As we know more about them, we will know more about ourselves. The French political philosopher Joseph de Mestre said, Every nation has the government it deserves. At the start of the 21st century, 42 men have made it to the Oval Office. George W. Bush is counted our 43rd president, because Grover Cleveland, who served non-consecutive terms, is counted twice. Of the parade of presidents, a dozen or so lead the polls periodically conducted by historians and political scientists. What makes a great president? Great presidents possess, or are possessed by, a vision of an ideal America. Their passion, as they grasp the helm, is to set the ship of state on the right course toward the port they seek. Great presidents also have a deep psychic connection with the needs, anxieties, dreams of people. I do not believe, said Wilson, that any man can lead who does not act under the impulse of a profound sympathy with those whom he leads, a sympathy which is insight, an insight which is of the heart rather than of the intellect. All of our great presidents, said Franklin D. Roosevelt, were leaders of thought at a time when certain ideas in the life of the nation had to be clarified. So Washington incarnated the idea of federal union, Jefferson and Jackson the idea of democracy, Lincoln, union and freedom, Cleveland, rugged honesty. Theodore Roosevelt and Wilson, said FDR, were both moral leaders, each in his own way and his own time, who used the presidency as a pulpit. To succeed, presidents not only must have a port to seek, but they must convince Congress and the electorate that it is a port worth seeking. Politics in a democracy is ultimately an educational process, an adventure in persuasion and consent. Every president stands in Theodore Roosevelt's bully pulpit. The greatest presidents in the scholars' rankings, Washington, Lincoln, and Franklin Roosevelt, were leaders who confronted and overcame the republic's greatest crises. Crisis widens presidential opportunities for bold and imaginative action, but it does not guarantee presidential greatness. The crisis of secession did not spur Buchanan, or the crisis of depression spur Hoover, to creative leadership. Their inadequacies in the face of crisis allowed Lincoln and the second Roosevelt to show the difference individuals make to history. Still, even in the absence of first-order crisis, forceful and persuasive presidents, Jefferson, Jackson, James K. Polk, Theodore Roosevelt, Harry Truman, John F. Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, are able to impose their own priorities on the country. The diverse drama of the presidency offers a fascinating set of tales. Biographies of American presidents constitute a chronicle of wisdom and folly, nobility and pettiness, courage and cunning, forthrightness and deceit, quarrel and consensus. The turmoil perennially swirling around the White House illuminates the heart of the American democracy. It is the aim of the American Presidents series to present the great panorama of our chief executives in volumes compact enough for the busy reader 
lucid enough for the student, authoritative enough for the scholar. Each volume offers a distillation of character and career. I hope that these lives will give readers some understanding of the pitfalls and potentialities of the presidency and also of the responsibilities of citizenship. Truman's famous sign, The Buck Stops Here, tells only half the story. Citizens cannot escape the ultimate responsibility. It is in the voting booth, not on the presidential desk, that the buck finally stops. Arthur M. Schlesinger, Jr. 1. Preludes Of the 18 20th century American presidents, beginning with William McKinley and ending with Bill Clinton, only four currently have claims on great or near great.